0: Now here's automotive expert, television and radio host Alan Taylor
1: and BJ Colleen joining us on the show here with a little bit of news and uh, reviews and things and you know I I gotta tell you um, we got we got some crazies on the show today I can tell you that right now BJ crazies (laughs) uh, because Josh Josh Hancock's gonna be here in the second hour he's a lunatic. George Kennedy is gonna be on the show he's again you know these East Coast guys you know George is in Boston and uh, Josh I think is in Maine right now and um, I think they've both been drinking the, out of the same bottle they're they're <laughs> they're kind of crazy and then uh, Ed Justice jr is gonna be on he's the only one out of the boys that are sane y- you're sane uh, he's
2: not sane he's crazy too
1: well he's, but I love he's, them all he's crazy in a good way the other guys. I, I question crazy. I question their sanity anyway.
2: Nah, Josh is awesome.
1: Come <laughs> Josh, on, you know that. He always wants to talk about movies on the show. It's like it's a car well, show. That's his job. Yeah, but I I know, movies. but what's out right now? You got, you got you got you got the Yeah, you know what's out. There's not much good out these days lately. I mean, other than uh, the Sound of Freedom, which I think was great, that needed to be exposed, that sex trafficking. I have to see you, that got, one, you got you got uh, You know George Kennedy
2: was great in Airport 75. Oh, it's a different George Kennedy.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. I know, right? <laughs> George Kennedy's uh, related to the Kennedy family, you know. He is, huh? Well, That's
2: always a good thing.
1: <laughs> his family, they're all named Kennedy, so he's got to be related to them, aren't they?
2: Somewhere down the line, you
1: would think. <laughs> I, yes. Yeah, I'm from Boston. Anyway, what do you got for us?
2: Okay, well, i got a whole bunch of fun stuff. So uh, I like to call this news piece The Fight Is On Mm. because GM and BMW, Mercedes, Honda, Hyundai, Kia, and Stellantis are actually getting together, if you can believe it, and forming a joint venture that's planning on installing 30,000 new DC fast charging stations across North America by 2030, Uh. which sounds like a long way off, but it's really only seven years. So it's really not that far off. I remember re- recently we talked about Ford and a couple of the other manufacturers joining up with the Tesla network of chargers. Right. So now here's GM and BMW and all these other big names that are going to go and form their own little group. So right. I think we got a little network fight going on. It's going to be kind of interesting because there's actually a network like this that kind of exists with some of the, the manufacturers from Europe, BMW, Mercedes. Volkswagen called Ionity, which is, you know, these names are getting harder and harder to pronounce, but they've got 516 charging stations in 24 countries over in Europe. So it's not like they haven't done this before, but it's going to be kind of interesting because, number one, you've got Tesla and you've got a lot of manufacturers jumping on their bandwagon. I think Mazda was the most recent one that said they're going to do it. And now these manufacturers are kind of going the other way. But something that people haven't thought about is, You know, you're taking up a lot of property. Where are all these chargers going? Are they going in parking lots? Are they going in cities? What about New York City? You have no place to put these charging stations, so where are they going to go? It's kind of curious to see exactly who's buying up land, and maybe you have some land you can sell. So hold fast for the General Motors and the BMW people and everybody else to pay a big (laughs) chunk of money for some land, maybe. I'm holding my breath. (gasps) You should. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, it's really interesting what happens.
1: I will tell you, there's, um, and I read about this, this, what is it, consortium or whatever. But my first thought was I went to a place here in the Pacific Northwest that's kind of famous called Black Bear Diner. And they they serve you like a, you know, like Fred Flintstone size uh, pancakes, you know. The table falls over when they put it down, you know. But they have a Tesla charging station there. The problem is that if you and I go eat breakfast, we're in and out of there, especially if we're traveling, we're in and out of there in 30, 45 minutes, unless they're super duper busy. But I see people that are going to be taking up table space, you know, waiting for their car car to get as as much charge as we can, because I don't know if I'm going to be able to find the next charging station. So that becomes a problem for the restaurants. Now, I think it's smart to put them at restaurants, but. I wouldn't want to hang around some of these seedy places that they just have charging stations. You know, truthfully, over at Walmart, I noticed there was a charging station way at the back of the parking lot that is way, way, way far away from from Walmart. I wouldn't want to leave my fancy car. Some of these cars are 50 to 100 thousand bucks and more. I wouldn't want to leave it way out there where all the transients are, you know. I'm, I'm <laughs> telling you. Yeah, so I, this is a problem that has to be resolved anyway. Oh, you know what? They said, hey, Alan, time to take a break. Hold still for a second. We'll talk on the other side of this. Uh, since we're talking about traveling, this is Blues Traveler. <laughs> uh, BJ is here. We're talking a little bit of news. that's happening in the car world. And uh, in the second hour, I, I know we're going to be forced to talk about Barbie. But it's just because of a sp- stupid pink car. We'll be right back. Stay
3: with me. Attention business owners. 3,076 businesses are shutting their doors. Every single day. There are three things holding you back from doubling your sales in the next 12 months. They are number one, the great resignation. 47 million Americans voluntarily left their job last year. Your staff are harder to find than ever before. Number two, the clutter factor. 3.8 billion social media pages are competing for the attention of your prospects. No wonder they aren't listening to your marketing efforts. Number three, the death of the salesman. 97% of your prospects feel salespeople are too pushy today. Hello, I'm Amanda Holmes. I've just released an updated version of my father's cult classic book, The Ultimate Sales Machine. If you'd like to double your sales in the next 12 months, download a free chapter of the book at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book. Our clients call it the chapter that changes lives. It's worked for a quarter million businesses worldwide. It'll work for you. Get your proven roadmap to doubling sales at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book.
1: Well, you're listening to The Drive All Across America. B.J. Colleen is here. It's going to be a wacky show. I'll guarantee it. It's because of how much coffee I consumed already this morning. It's, uh, it's just the way it is. Some people take drugs. I take coffee. <laughs> the coffee is a drug, I guess. B.J., what else do you have to talk about today?
2: Well, what's one of our favorite activities on the show, Alan?
1: Do you know? Uh, uh, Beating up uh, Elon Musk or Tesla. Maybe it's just Tesla.
2: (laughs) You're exactly right. And, you know, I want to keep that tradition alive. Okay. And uh, talk about how Elon really is a sneaky, and I don't know if I could say the word, but B word for men. Um, He actually, Reuters did an investigation, and they found that Tesla has been exaggerating the driving range of its electric vehicles for years. They said that they had a source who is familiar with early Tesla design software, said that the EV maker rigged the range estimating software on the car's dashboards. Oh so instead God. of displaying the real driving range, it provides a rosy projection of how far the cars could drive before needing to be plugged in again. Well, so
1: Let me just I explain. Know. Here is a problem. Because wouldn't you think at some point that the owners would say, you know, wait a minute. This is supposed to get, you know, X number of miles. So is there a class action lawsuit yet?
2: Well, not yet. But what happened was, and apparently they said that the orders to do this came directly from Elon Musk about 10 years ago. But what they said is as a result of this, the company was just completely covered with complaints and service appointments for people who thought that the driving range was bad. So what Tesla did, and this is according to Reuters, is that they to suppress the volume of the complaints, they created a secret diversion team in Las Vegas designed to cancel the appointments of the people that complained about this. So they basically just went in, they officially closed hundreds of cases because they knew that the cars didn't need to be repaired. It's just that they were screwing around with the numbers in the instrument cluster. Wow. So they, you know, Tesla has not responded to what Reuters has commented about. But talk about the big deal about Tesla was they got such great range when they first came out, and none of the other big manufacturers could match it. Well, (laughs) this is why. So once again, the man is just going above and beyond to be as dishonest as he humanly can be. So if it comes down to the fight, I hope Zuckerberg beats the you-know-what out of him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny, though? On one hand, you and I have been beating on this poor guy, and he's not a poor guy. He's the richest man in the world. Yes. I should say beating on this rich guy, which is un-PC, but beating on a poor guy is un-PC, too. So there's nothing you can say. Beating on this guy. I can't even say this white guy. It's like you can't win here, but anyway, we've been beating this guy up about his cars that you know people love them still they love when they buy them they love them my son bought one and i'm like how do you like it he goes dad it's so cool i'm like yes. okay <laughs> until it wasn't and he's i gotta get rid of this piece of crap literally <laughs> he said <that. laughs> oh yeah and he could not he just jetis- like too. he took a watch in trade to get rid of it <laughs> Honestly, it was like a twelve thousand dollar watch. I go, you did what? He goes, Dad, I, I just had to get rid of that piece of crap. <laughs> and what happened was, the thing that really did it for my son, who was only twenty two years old at the time, he got this car. I don't know how much it was, maybe thirty. Or, it was. It's a smaller one. It was a used one, but right. uh, whatever it was, it was his pride and joy because it it, it had signified. I have made it. I'm a young guy. I drive a Tesla, right? So he felt all yeah. big and big swollen head for a little while. And I kind of laughed at it. And I, I have to admit, I drove it for a couple of minutes one time. And I thought, you know, this thing's kind of cool. The problem is, is all these little surprises that are Easter eggs, but they're rotten eggs. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> yeah, when you're I Easter do. egg hunting, you're like, oh, this is fun. Oh, it's fun. I go, oh, there's one. Get it. It's a purple one. You break it open. And it smells like a gigantic pile of horse dung. Right, It's a great analogy. Yes, and he <laughs> found he was in, in a, a winter storm, and it was snowing. He left Boise, Idaho, and he tried to drive over to Portland, Oregon, and he was in a winter storm, and it started snowing really hard. Well, in the snow, the car has to work harder to go each mile that it goes because it's pushing snow, right? right. Same goes with right. a gasoline-powered car. But sure. when it's cold, you get less miles per whatever it is you know what i mean and so then what happened was it said 90 miles till he you know till empty 70 miles till empty and then it went 30 miles till empty and he'd only gone like 20 miles he's like oh my god i got like 90 miles to go he thought he could make it let me just tell you something he almost had like post-traumatic stress over the whole thing and that's when he decided i'm tired of these rotten easter eggs We'll take a break and come back with more BJ Colleen. Stay with us. This message comes to you from our sponsor, Subaru, featuring the 2024 Outback Wilderness, part of the Wilderness family. With standard symmetrical all-wheel drive, higher ground clearance, a turbocharged engine, and all-terrain tires, it opens up new territory for you to explore. Adventure elevated. Discover the Subaru Outback Wilderness at Subaru.com slash wilderness.
0: This is The Drive with Alan Taylor.
1: You know, our show is brought to you in part by Subaru, and we thank them for the sponsorship. Uh, the new Subaru Outback is uh, something special. Go check it out. Their slogan, go where love takes you. And if you like going off-roading, then a Subaru is a great one. Or driving in the snow, like we were talking about. BJ Colleen yeah. is here, the voice of reason. BJ, you were talking about uh, Tesla, Elon Musk. I know your favorite guy. And <laughs> you were talking about how they had perhaps tampered with software. Now, back in the day, one of the most illegal things you could do at a, a dealership was to spin the speedometer backwards to take the miles that were 100,000 and make Odometer. it 50. Odometer. What did I say? Speedometer. Odometer. Yeah. yeah. Right? Okay, this is kind of akin to spinning the speedometer in its own weird way of today's technological world.
2: Wouldn't you say? There's no doubt about it. I mean, first of all, you're overestimating and you know what happened when volkswagen and everybody else overestimated their their miles per gallon because of the shady dealings that they were doing and and here he's doing the exact same thing just with uh range miles not with miles per gallon and the fact that they tried to cover it up by getting rid of things and the fact that they have it on record that said elon musk was the one that made the order to inflate the driving range okay and A lot of people bought their vehicles based on the range. If you had a car A here and car B here and car B got you 50 more miles on the same size, you know, a battery, you're going to go with with B. And it's all a lie. So, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, somebody needs to be, whether it's the EPA and probably should be the EPA, somebody needs to get into the investigation. And this is not like it came from some little dinky newspaper in the Midwest. This is Reuters. And Reuters is probably one of the biggest news agencies it could be. Mm. And everybody knows them and they know them to be fairly above board and fairly impartial. But the bottom line is, is that this needs to be looked into because you're right. You talked about a class action lawsuit earlier. And it's highly possible that people will start doing a class action lawsuit. But, you know, nobody ever wants to be the one to rock the boat. Yeah. And, you know, if you had a problem with your car before and it wasn't getting the mileage, then you actually put in a complaint and asked for a service and then they, they, you know, blanked it out without ever calling you. They canceled the service. You know, what are you supposed to do? And you feel like you can't fight the big guy. But I think the EPA is probably going to start taking a look into this because it is Reuters that had the information and that could prove that they had it because mm-hmm. they don't print. Unless they say that they have the information. So, well, this is going to be something interesting to follow up on. I, I hope Elon Musk is reading up on this because he should be scared. He should be very, very scared.
1: I so. think he is. It could cost him a couple billion dollars. Oh, that's right. That's just a fingernail clipping of his value. Of his overall worth, I should say.
2: Yeah, but you got to realize the Volkswagen executives, some of them are serving prison time for the diesel scandal that happened in Europe. So I don't know what's going to happen here. He probably won't go to prison, but, you know, he very well could have a lot of negative press enough that people will just say, screw it, I don't want to, you know, buy cars from this lying SOB. So it could be all over for him. And then if that happens, if Tesla goes down, then what happens to the charging stations? And then what happens to the people that own Tesla's? That you know, have no, I I, I just
1: got it. I just got it from above. This will force this is my crystal balling. So, mark down this date. I have finally come to the conclusion of how the Tesla thing will end. He will be forced to sell it because of his wrongdoing, and somebody will buy it for umpteen billions of dollars. And it'll be a General Motors or a BMW or somebody like that. They will take it over that has a much better reputation. But it seems like, uh, you know, most of these guys have done something weird like this along the way. <laughs> you know, horsepower. Oh, is, you Remember know, all the yeah, horsepower yeah. Uh, controversies yeah. over the years? Even Mazda and all these car companies. Everybody's trying to fudge the line one way or another. In racing, was it Smokey <laughs> Eunuch that had his car dipped in acid to remove a little bit of the weight of the car, literally dipped in acid and he got caught because the car was, the metal was so thin that you could put yep. your thumb in it and it would b- b- dent it. Anyway. Yes. Well, they, the, say, they say in racing,
2: it ain't cheating unless you get caught. That's right. right? That's that what right. They say? Yeah, that's <laughs> well, exactly but right. Like in the second quarter of this year, Tesla sold 172,000 vehicles. I mean, wow. that's a lot. Wow. That's one, two, three, four, five, six. That's like number 10 in the grand scheme of manufacturers selling vehicles. I mean, wow. he beat out Lexus and Volkswagen I did not and know Mercedes that. Wow. and Chrysler. Yeah, I'm looking at the the brand new uh, second quarter 2023 numbers. Ford's number one with a half a million. But Tesla sold, you know, just over a little bit more than Subaru. And you know what? Again, these numbers are a lie because if people aren't getting them and they bought them under false pretenses, now, you know, you're getting the, the Federal Trade Commission involved. So this... This could mark my words. Potentially turn into something ginormous. Right. And so, Elon well, Musk. If I were him right now, I'd get on my plane and get to another country that doesn't have extradition.
1: <laughs> you know what it is, though. He he may just go. You know what? I don't care. I got SpaceX. I've got the X now, which is Twitter. Or they're, maybe they're going to rename it. But they, you know how they change the bird into an X. Yeah. And uh, he may just say, you know what? Freedom of speech is more important to me than making cars. And going to the moon and Mars is more important than making cars. And uh, that may be his reason for exiting.
2: They can freeze his assets. If well, they find that he's doing shady dealings, he doesn't. He won't have a space. Oh,
1: he's. You know, they're they're the pointing money. the finger, but you know, somebody says that came straight down from him. Huh? That's the guy over there. He did it. But there's always three fingers <laughs> pointing back. You know. <laughs> All right. Well, Thank you, BJ. We'll see what happens. Yes, we'll we will, happens. and we'll report on it too. Yeah. We report. You decide. Oh, that's Fox. We can't use that. We got to come up with our own slogan. All right. VJ Cleen, thank you. Thanks, Al. All right. We'll be back with more of The Drive. Stay with us.
3: Attention, business owners. 3,076 businesses are shutting their doors. Every single day, there are three things holding you back from doubling your sales in the next 12 months. They are number one, the great resignation. 47 million Americans voluntarily left their job last year. Your staff are harder to find than ever before. Number two, the clutter factor. 3.8 billion social media pages are competing for the attention of your prospects. No wonder they aren't listening to your marketing efforts. Number three, the death of the salesman. 97% of your prospects feel salespeople are too pushy today. Hello, I'm Amanda Holmes. I've just released an updated version of my father's cult classic book, The Ultimate Sales Machine. If you'd like to double your sales in the next 12 months, download a free chapter of the book at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book. Our clients call it the chapter that changes lives. Get your proven roadmap to doubling sales at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book.
0: This is The Drive with Alan Taylor.
1: And our show is brought to you in part by Subaru. Love. It's what makes a Subaru a Subaru. And uh, Ed Justice Jr., who we were just talking to, called in from uh, Chick-fil-A. He was having a kale salad, trying to convince me how good the kale salad is. I would rather eat an old mattress in a wrecking yard. Uh, Not that they have mattresses in wrecking yards, but I have seen them there. Uh, Carl Brouwer joining us now. God knows where he is. Carl, where the heck are you? I am sitting
4: on the side of Lookout Mountain, looking out over Denver, Golden, Coors Brewery, Tabletop Mountain, basically my home stomping grounds where I grew up.
1: Well, wait a minute. So you're on the side of the road are you hitchhiking or I mean, are you, uh, you've been kicked out? What's the story? What, what are you doing? All very reasonable
4: questions. Alan. <laughs> yes. Uh, in this case, I'm actually on purpose of the road because I am on the uh, long tail rally version 2022. I did this one year ago, had a blast and had to come back for more. So I'm on the long tail rally round two.
1: Oh my gosh. Well, sounds like fun. What are you driving?
4: I am driving a Acura NSX. Oh, Acura you see was kind enough to loan me an NSX for this 9-day, 3000-mile odyssey starting in San Francisco and ending in Scottsdale, Arizona with stops in Tahoe, Park City, Vail, Colorado Springs, Santa Fe, and Scottsdale
1: to finish it off. And so, how many days? How many days is it?
4: Started on uh, technically Friday, June third, and ends on uh, at the end of the night, Saturday, June eleventh.
1: All right, because I would not suggest that while driving the Acura on that particular road, you try and eat a kale salad from wherever. It doesn't matter. It's uh, it's like eating a mattress from a wrecking yard, evidently. <laughs> <laughs> what else have I you been doing it. by the way i'm just curious i i know you have been very prolific in your travel lately what else have you been doing
4: so i was in italy a couple weeks ago seeing the uh, maserati mc20 cello, which uh is the italian for sky and uh that's the convertible version of the new mc20 mid-engine supercar that maserati just Recently started putting on sale in coupe form. Now comes the convertible. Oh,
1: wow. How was travel, by the way? I I haven't been anywhere really significant since the whole COVID thing. How did you do?
4: Yeah, I was happily surprised at how, for the most part, painless it was, although it was annoying to have to go through all the trouble to get your shot before you left the U.S. and have nobody ask a thing about it and wonder why you did that. But when I was coming back, I had to do it again 24 hours, 48 hours before my flight. I had to have a negative COVID test proof and positive, had it coming back. And they did ask me, to their credit in the Bologna airport, where's your negative test? And I had it and they said, OK, we'll let you fly.
1: So when you say a shot for gonorrhea, what, what did you take a shot for?
4: Uh, No, it was syphilis, actually, in this case. It was really unfortunate. No, no. um, No, it was a test to make sure you have a negative COVID test. Oh, the negative.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think that the COVID thing is pretty much over, isn't it, as we know it? Well,
4: I would argue that I think it's pretty much over for all rational people, but there are plenty of frightened and or... um, Yeah, yeah effectively corn cornswoggled people, uh, you know, hoodwinks people who are still,
1: we're all going to die. So- well, you know, Ed Justice literally just had it a couple of weeks ago, and he said, you know, although it sucked, I got through it. And I think that, you know, so much of it was, you know, uh, of course, yes, people did die from it. Absolutely. There's no question about it. But people die from the common cold every day. So I think that, you know, like this monkey pox thing, not to get political, but here comes something else. And when it's not monkeypox, it's going to be lizard uh, lips. I don't know. It'll be something else anyway. But, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. He's, it's all, by the way, all it's of Hollywood, the women in Hollywood all have lizard lips.
4: <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I, I hope it's not catching, too. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's always unfortunate when you say, When you feel like, well, maybe this was all completely above board, but boy, did a lot of people make money off of this. I mean, there are now former millionaires who are billionaires now at various pharmaceutical companies, and it's like, huh,
1: right,
5: huh, okay.
1: Yikes. Okay, so Uh, you are on this long tail rally from San Francisco to Scottsdale, Arizona, and everywhere in between in exotic cars so are you going to be changing out cars or do you drive this uh Acura what is it again the uh NSX
4: NSX drive yeah. it the whole way uh I will drive it the whole way Acura was uh, kind enough to let me drive the car the entire time have it for best effectively 9 days and uh, you know what six five states I don't know And you know, there's there's all sorts of great stuff we're doing in between. We were just up in the above Vale and Beaver Creek riding off road vehicles. We're going to go up Pikes Peak and custom like clothes just for us. We get to drive up Pikes Peak. It's really fabulous. And they've got, you know, I got to credit not just the Longtail Rally people and Mike Knapp and Julie, who uh, run this thing fabulously, but they get all the right support people like uh, Protective Film Solutions PFS, who does all the all the protective film that you want on a car like this when you're driving a car like this because, you know, things get thrown at you. So you got your protective film and then X-Comp tires, Vorsteiner wheels, and even, you know what, Porsche of Colorado Springs, they're helping arrange the whole Pikes Peak run up there with the um, closed course
1: so that we can all run it
4: and have fun. So a what lot of was, good
1: stuff. These guys really know how to run a rally island. I wouldn't
4: normally do one of these things, but they run it really well.
1: What was the uh, most interesting gas price you have seen uh, this, uh, so far on this journey?
4: I wish I could just say I've seen it, but I'll just tell you what I've paid. I paid seven forty-nine. No, I paid seven forty-nine. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Of course, that was in California. Oh, I was in god. California. I just filled this thing. I just filled up this card this morning, and it was only—big air quotes—around only five forty-seven in uh, in uh, Minter. I think it was right by Leadville, Colorado. I just filled it up there.
1: Wow. Okay. So you own a Ford GT, the newest one, which is a 2021, I think. And
4: I own a 2019, but yeah, they're all the same from 17 to 22. Is that
1: how old it is, that, is? Is that, you got to be kidding me. I'm surprised. I thought you just got the car. Didn't you just get the car? Or that was
4: three years ago, three and a half years ago. Uh, I got it in January of 2019.
1: Oh, so that's right, because the COVID years are like leap years. You just you just let them go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when, yes. when we come back, we'll talk about the comparing of these cars, yours being worth about a million dollars, even though you only paid half that for it, which I know you, I don't know, I guess you can live without all of your internal organs, and you're proof of that. Sold one to buy that yes. car. But uh, the NSX, I think, are they're like hundred twenty or well, how much are they? By the way,
4: like a new one is like one eighty. Oh! Get them on the open market for one fifty. Oh God,
1: Acura for one eighty. We'll take a break. We'll talk more to the guy on the what is it called? The long tail rally having his, I don't know what's he eating over there. We'll be right back. Yes, yes, yes. Carl tells me during the commercial break he has not eaten in since yesterday because he's driving exotic yep. cars. How do you do that, Carl? I mean, most people need you know a little sustenance to keep themselves going. Um, what's the story? I mean, don't they stop when you're on a rally? Don't you get a time? You were talking about all this fun stuff you did. There was a no lunch break. You need some kale.
4: <laughs> there, there, there's a kale salad. There's totally lunch breaks, but uh, literally the sustenance for me is driving incredible cars over incredible roads. I, I kind of could do that without sleep or food for uh. an indefinite period, and I'm not kidding. So yeah, I have not eaten since yesterday. Today was busy. We had to do the four wheeling thing this morning. I'm headed down to Denver to see my dad and my sister. Stop it on the way at this beautiful overlook to talk to you. Who has time for food, Alan? I got better things to do.
1: So you're literally sitting on the side of the road on lookout pass or whatever it's called in an Acura NSX that uh, window stickers out for what you said, like 180 or so thousand bucks. Isn't it weird to think Carl and both of us have been in this business for many, many years, decades that we are now talking about, you know, buying and owning cars from Ford motor company that are a half a million dollar window sticker that immediately worth a million bucks. And then some with an Acura, an Acura, which, you know, Lexus, Acura, Chevrolet with the Corvette, they make cars that are $150,000, $180,000, and people are buying them as fast as they can make them. Yet, we're having to pay 699 758 bucks a gallon for gas, and it's not slowing us down at all.
4: Yeah, I know. I sometimes wonder what other people who see this line of exotic cars and bright colors of the rainbow running down the uh, freeway, right next to six, seven, dollars gas uh, signs must be thinking. But I think, again, the answer is we've all got our priorities and we've all <laughs> got the things that make our world go around. And uh, for people on this rally and people like me, and I believe you too, Alan, these are the things that make the world go around for us. A, a car passion and getting out there and experiencing life from an automotive perspective and bringing everything with that. People, scenery, incredible driving roads. I mean, this road, this Lookout Mountain Road, I'm telling you, super handling all-wheel drive, anyone who's ever been in the Denver area and driven up and down Lookout Mountain Road, I've been on this road on a Ducati Paso, an 87 Paso, a 91 Ducati 851 Superbike. I I just recreated the photo I sent you, Alan, is the recreation of the photo I did in my 05 Ford GT in Mm. 2008 when I came back here for my uh high school reunion and i pulled over at that same overlook and took that same exact photo i had to recreate
1: it with this nsx so
4: you know this is the stuff i live for coming back to my stomping grounds in increasingly fun and cool cars
1: he sent me the picture i was looking at it and although it is a bright yellow like shell color shell yellow everything shell these days is yellow i was looking at this and i thought what is that a mclaren amazing that you can mistake an acura for a mclaren right and i was looking at the background i'm going hmm it says long tail on the car i thought well, where is he is he on the the tail of the dragon you know which is what in north carolina or something right i've never been there
4: yeah i haven't either it's right it's somewhere near there yeah
1: yeah right so But I'm looking at the I
4: think Virginia is part of it. I think it's more closer to Virginia, West Virginia, but whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've never been, so I don't know, but I've heard beautiful things about it. This looks like a fun road. All right, so compared to your Ford GT, like you said, super handling all wheel drive, the NSX from, I think it was 1991 when they first came out. Do you remember what year it was? Around Uh, early 90s, 92? It was right there.
4: I think you got it right with 91. It was right in that time frame, early 90s, and then they made it through 2004 or 5, I believe.
1: Right. I remember driving one of these early ones at Laguna Seca going, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. And I have to assume this is the same kind of an experience. But compared to your car, just give me one minute on that.
4: Real quick, well, the first Acura NSX reset the benchmark for supercars because Acura basically made a car that was as good as 911 turbos and Ferrari 348s and 360s of the time, actually 348s it would have been, for way less money, and uh, 355, sorry, and 355s for less money. So then everyone else had to go back to the drawing board. All the Europeans would be like, "Crap, we got to do this better now. Look what the Japanese are doing." And then this car came out in 17. Uh, it was kind of the same thing. Because remember, by 17, there were these hybrid cars. You had these P1s and La Ferraris and 918s from you know Porsche and Ferrari and McLaren that had internal combustion and uh, hybrid powertrains, electric motors. But they cost 800 dollars dollars. This car came out for under two hundred thousand. I think the first two they were under one hundred eighty or one hundred sixty. And it had the same technology. Three electric motors, two on the front, one for each front wheel, one on the back for the rear wheels, plus the
5: turbo V6 back there.
4: All right, hold on, hold on, hold
1: on. You are geeking out, and i got to take a break. Just calm yourself down, Carl. Make sure the emergency (laughs) brake is on. I don't want you to get hurt. Put the kale salad down, Carl. Put the kale salad down. We'll be right back.
0: Miss the latest auto news, videos, and real-world reviews. Find us online at the Drive with Attention
3: business owners, 3,076 businesses are shutting their doors every single day. There are three things holding you back from doubling your sales in the next 12 months. They are number one, the great resignation. 47 million Americans voluntarily left their job last year. Your staff are harder to find than ever before. Number two, the clutter factor. 3.8 billion social media pages are competing for the attention of your prospects. No wonder they aren't listening to your marketing efforts. Number three, the death of the salesman. 97% of your prospects feel salespeople are too pushy today. Hello, I'm Amanda Holm. I've just released an updated version of my father's cult classic book, The Ultimate Sales Machine. If you'd like to double your sales in the next 12 months, download a free chapter of the book at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book. Our clients call it the chapter that changes lives. It's worked for a quarter million businesses worldwide. It'll work for you. Get your proven roadmap to doubling sales at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book.
0: This is The Drive with Alan Taylor.
1: And on The Drive today, we have from iccars.com, executive analyst, Carl Brower. He's also a contributor to Forbes Autos, and he is a juror and board member of the North American Car and Truck and SUV of the Year, and uh, and he's my buddy. And uh, yes, the show is called The Drive. He is literally on The Drive. Not eating a kale salad. He actually admitted that he's not eating anything. And I think that life is sustainable in in this strange way, Carl. When you have adrenaline running through your veins and through your stomach, you can lose weight really fast this way, by the way. If you could keep driving for a week, I bet you could lose 15 pounds. (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> it's true by the way i wanted to be down to a given weight before i went on this trip just because i wanted to feel really good about myself and i uh i hit it friday morning before i left for the airport uh, to fly up to san fran to get the impact i was very you. happy with that you just but, broke um,
1: you broke 300 finally that's great oh man I, you know what <laughs> you Three hundred five. no i'm actually i'm actually at high.
4: I'm actually at high school weight again, Alan, so it's kind of cool. I'm back in my hometown, and I'm at high
1: school weight. It's kind of neat. Dang. um, High school weight? Wait a minute. I'd have to lose a full 100 pounds. (laughs) Oh, well, anyway. I I had to... I had to lose a lot to get there, but I'm
4: feeling pretty good about it. But I, it's like you said, and now I'm feeling good because I'm not even putting it back on on this trip because I'm not eating. I'm driving and, yeah. and enjoying the, and feeding off of energy instead of food. All right. But, but yeah, so I,
1: I have back, a question. Hold on. Don't go past me on this. You're trying to pass in a no-passing sure. zone. What sport do you think I played in high school? You might know. Uh, Oh, you're right. How did you know? Did I tell you that before? (laughs) So listen, the fact is that if I went back to my high school at this weight, they would literally think there was a manatee in the pool. And they would probably try and harpoon me. <laughs> anyway. All right. Give me two minutes on the final comparison between this Acura NSX and your Ford GT. Because they, they are two completely different animals, but especially because the, the Acura has got this, you know, all-wheel drive. And it's, uh, yeah, it's only, uh, what is it?
4: Hybrid, uh, hybrid powertrain, yeah. Uh, it's got electric motors plus combustion. Yeah.
1: So. Uh, uh, what is it? 20% yeah. the price, too. But go ahead.
4: <laughs> yeah, and it's 20% the price. but. No, this car is just super refined, Alan. This car is such a sweetheart. And, I mean, this is what I would say about the NSX, the new NSX. I would say that it's stupidly capable because of the all-wheel drive and that super handling all-wheel drive will pull you. Literally, when yeah. you're rolling in the throttle, the outside wheels will turn more than the inside to help steer you through. It takes your steering input and redirects the torque to the different wheels based on that. So it's just almost like freaky capable. It doesn't make the kind of noises the Ford GT makes. It doesn't have the kind of crazy-ass exterior styling the Ford GT has. It is winning races. You now, the 4GT did really good at Le Mans, the new one. Well, this thing's been ruining its division, too, in IMSA. So it's actually got about this gutter race pedigree. But it, this thing, there's a quiet mode in this. You can put it in quiet mode, and it's kind of like a Lexus. It's almost like a sensory deprivation chamber. But when you put it in Sport Plus Plus, it'll start holding gears and making a lot of noise like you want it to. Wait a minute, so, wait a minute, uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait more a minute. refined, more refined than the GT.
1: A sensory deprivation chamber. Lexus. <laughs> I, I wanted to... Did you just, ever see uh, Altered
4: States? Yes. See movie, Altered States? I just Blink, wanted to sit to make that. fun of Lexuses and say, all right, let's get in the sensory deprivation chamber when you get in the LS Lexus sedan and all. Okay. Which some people want. I would just... I know.
1: I, and I, I made the mistake one time of making a comment like that to uh, people at Acura, and that was probably 15 years ago. I haven't driven one since. This is what happens. <laughs> it's called blackballing. <laughs> anyway. Okay, final <laughs> thoughts... The man who is out there on the uh, tail of the uh, long tail. It's called the Long Tail Rally. Please eat. We don't want to have you black out because if you, you know, low sugar, you could black out. <laughs> is there anybody with you or are you by yourself?
4: Well, I'm doing a solo run from Vale down to Denver to see my family. Uh, but there's 41 cars on this trip. We oh, got the I mean, got Yeah, but horses, I, mean, I mean,
1: in the car with you, are you, you driving all the time by yourself?
4: I'm only by myself for this run. I do oh, okay. have a co-driver okay. who is helping
1: me navigate. Yes. Okay, all right. Who is it? Anybody I know? Just curious.
4: It is not anyone you know. It, it should is, have been uh, her me. Her name is Colby uh, oh, Napier. She works okay. at one of the other shops that's helped kind of
1: put this all together. and she right.
4: knows how to shoot photos.
1: You tell Colby, Colby Beef. I like Colby's barbecued Colby Beef. That's what I just <laughs> wanted to say. That. All right, Carl, this is for you. Ready? Ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah, there it is. A little James Brown. Um, I know it's a hard comparison, the NSX from Acura to the Ford GT. It's not even a fair one, but actually, it's a lot of car for the money. Carl, thank you very much. Have fun. Say hi to the family for me. Um, I would like to see a photo of you in that new Speedo you got, floral Speedo. Thank you, Carl. Have fun. Have <laughs> fun
4: awesome
1: talking to you alan love talking to you take care sir all right we've got another hour to go don't go anywhere it is the drive
7: so nice so nice i got you
1: this message comes to you from our sponsor subaru featuring the 2024 outback wilderness part of the wilderness family with standard symmetrical all-wheel drive higher ground clearance a turbocharged engine and all-terrain tires. It opens up new territory for you to explore. Adventure elevated. Discover the Subaru Outback Wilderness at subaru.com/wilderness.
0: This show is presented in part by Dodge. Domestic, not domesticated. To step into the driver's seat, this is The Drive. Now, here's automotive expert, television and radio host, Alan Taylor.
1: Well, joining us from his car somewhere in Maine, Josh Hancock, the man from Hollywood that puts the car with the character in all things film and television. And he, you know, I have to add to my, uh, my repertoire there that we also do uh, movie reviews evidently now, Josh. Cause, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, we have, to, we should, we should say, and, and movie reviews, but it always has to do with what cars are in the movie only because that's, there that's, you go. that's your thing. But you Hey, by the way, you and I were just talking before we got going and you said something about, they're about to close cause Dodge is one of our sponsors. They're about to close the order right. situation when ordering a, a Dodge with a V8 engine or something. what were you saying?
5: Yeah, well, I was saying the order banks are going to close on their ICE cars, internal combustion engine, challengers, and chargers. You know, those order banks are closing, so that's going to be it. It's unbelievable to me that these products that sell so well I know. are going to be taken off the market.
1: Well, I personally think that's going to be a short-lived thing, but go ahead. Keep going. I'll listen.
5: Well, no, uh, actually it gets me into another conversation because I did get a Mustang Mach-E GT in Los Angeles. It's very easy to have that car in Los Angeles because not only do I charge it at home, but if I happen to travel out there, you can charge it anywhere. Well, I'm in Maine and uh, the local Mercedes dealership, which is a sponsor of mine gave me an EQE to drive, which is the midsize Mercedes sedan. It is a lovely car. I have to tell you, it's just it is a beautiful car. But I look up at where I can charge this car, and it's like, you know, a farmhouse out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> there's, there's very few fast chargers. Right. Um, there's one, and then there's maybe 30 miles to the next one. Wow, and wow. when you are, if you're not charging at home and you're traveling, you need a fast charger. You can't wait three or four hours for this thing to charge. Right. Well, so again, in Los Angeles, I can find a fast charger every 10 feet.
1: Well, so to, but, to, to this point, I just got, let's see here. I got something this morning about that a lot, and I I won't go through the whole name of list of names of all the automakers have gotten together to create, I don't know, maybe thousands of new charging locations in uh, North America and Canada. And so it's kind of a consortium, you might say, because, you know, they're trying to push electric, 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 but there's just not enough infrastructure to, as as you're describing right now, because you're in Maine. So you're Right. right. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, and, something to uh, consider,
5: for sure. Yeah, it's, you know, look, I I really like uh, this car. I, I mean, if you like an E-Class Mercedes and you drive one, and then you were to hop into this one, you'd go, oh, okay. I mean, it's not such a dramatic shift when you go to a electric powertrain, especially in this Mercedes world. It's just about if it works for you, you know, and I think we do. And we have to create this infrastructure that works for everyone, everywhere. And I just think that we're behind on that.
1: Yeah, for sure.
5: And it's interesting traveling in, in a car. And again, in California, it's not a problem, but in Oklahoma or Texas or other places, you know, I think I, I always say this, the Europeans kind of pushed their hands on electric cars. And I do think it's good technology and I think it has its place, but I, I'm not sure we can roll it out as fast as we think we can.
1: Yeah. So here's another thought for you. Um, when you are going to charge your car, charge electric, it takes quite a bit longer and I don't know that I want to be hanging around some of these fueling areas. They've been smart with a few. Tesla did a really smart thing. They put them at restaurants. So you can at least, the only problem is, then the restaurant has these people sitting in there, taking up their table space for an hour and a half when they could have been out in 45 minutes. Anyway. There's still a whole well, lot of you're problems.
5: Gonna, you're going you're gonna to gain weight.
1: <laughs> yeah, That's the problem. And get less fuel economy. Or, or, or what are they? E-economy. Well, anyway, we'll take a break. Uh, Josh Hancock joining us. He is the guy responsible for the cars and the character that matches the character in all things film and tar- television. Oh, I can't even say it. We'll be right back. Stay with us. She's on of it. She
3: got us on the Attention business owners, 3,076 businesses are shutting their doors. Every single day. There are three things holding you back from doubling your sales in the next 12 months. They are number one, the great resignation. 47 million Americans voluntarily left their job last year. Your staff are harder to find than ever before. Number two, the clutter factor. 3.8 billion social media pages are competing for the attention of your prospects. No wonder they aren't listening to your marketing efforts. Number three, the death of the salesman. 97% of your prospects feel salespeople are too pushy today. Hello, I'm Amanda Holmes. I've just released an updated version of my father's cult classic book, The Ultimate Sales Machine. If you'd like to double your sales in the next 12 months, download a free chapter of the book at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book. Our clients call it the chapter that changes lives. Get your proven roadmap to doubling sales at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book.
1: Well, that's not the song I expected to start the show here uh, in segment two of, <laughs> of this with Josh Hancock. I guess I pushed the wrong button, Josh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really, really. Oh, dear. So we're talking about electric cars, and we've got a little uh, quiet riot going on in the background. Um, you said you drove. You're in Maine right now. You drove an EQE Mercedes-Benz. E standing for Electric. Um, no, no. What is it? No, the EQ.
5: Yes. The EQ is their electric models. Okay. But it is an E-Class. It's an E-Class Mercedes.
1: Oh, okay. Right. Okay. E-Q-E. Okay. EQ, EQ
5: so there's an EQS yeah. for S-Class. Yeah. And, uh, they also make SUVs in both these sizes, mid-size and full-size. I'm actually getting the full-size SUV tomorrow.
1: Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. You just said, I said the EQE, the E standing for electric. And you said, no, it's an E class. But well, the, the first E. If
5: it was an
1: EQF. <laughs> but this is an EQE. An class. Let me tell you, the E in the beginning means it'll, it, not, is, is not it electric?
5: EQ, EQ, not E. EQ, EQ. Oh,
1: God, I'm going to. I'm going to.
5: I'm not going to admit Um, when I come to
1: Maine, I'm going to break your legs. Do you hear me? I got friends out there.
5: When you come to Maine, you're just going to eat
1: lobster. Okay, but so so let's clarify. This is an E class that is electric. Am I right? Yeah, big. Okay, okay. That's why I said the E at the beginning stands for electric, though. I think. I, I still don't really I, know.
5: The EQ, the EQ stands for
1: like, yes. Okay. So anyway, we're okay.
5: splitting hairs here. Yes, we are. I will say you are correct, sir. <laughs> oh, okay, so just I That's because right. I'm in a good mood. And I <laughs> and you want to admit wrong, that you were wrong? I think, I think that's it. I'm in a good mood. Otherwise, I would never say you're right. That's <laughs>
1: right. Okay, but, so
5: how much what, how much is yeah. this
1: car, by the way? I'm just curious.
5: This car, as equipped, the one I have is about 84000 wow. I think it starts in the 70s. Wow. Um, not far off from what these cars cost.
7: It's wow. interesting
5: because Mercedes has kind of shifted. Like the C-Class used to be comparable with a 3 Series BMW, and now they've moved the C-Class up a bit because they have a car below the C-Class. And they've moved the E class up a little bit beyond the Five Series BMW, and it's more expensive than a Five Series. And they used to be pretty much the same.
1: I'm amazed, man. I really am.
5: Everything. <sighs> everything. I just amazed at pricing on cars in general.
1: Well, you know? yeah, and trucks. You know, when, when you see a pickup truck for a hundred thousand bucks. Honestly, five years ago we were laughing at, you know, when they were touching, you know, eighty five thousand. Now right. for the really loaded, 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 whatever, uh, you know, a Shelby can be a Shelby F one fifty can be a hundred and forty or hundred and fifty thousand wow, dollars.
5: You're you know? kinda going to the extreme there, Bob.
1: But still, still listen, you could spend a buck twenty for a Cadillac something or other tr- pickup truck, you know what I mean? I don't know Does if it's Cadillac even make a truck right now. I don't even know if if, you know? if Cadillac made a truck. I know, but like I'm just saying. But I who knows anymore what they make? If they change their underwear like once a year, but they change their vehicles every week. You know. Anyway, I what, so what is the hold on? Hold on. One the 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 top of the line GMC. Denali loaded, loaded is a hundred and so uh, whatever, yeah, over a hundred yeah, grand. It is. I it still is. cannot wrap my brain around that.
5: I, it you know, what's weird about this freaks of Maine me out. is that
1: GMC
5: is the number one truck brand here.
1: Mm. And does that mean anything? That, that,
0: yeah.
5: That's just not the case in many states, and I don't know why in yeah. this state. I own a GMC. I'm in a parking lot walking around counting the GMCS right now.
1: Yeah, well, I don't know what it is. I own two GMCS, believe it or not. I have a '76 three-quarter ton camper special, and I have a '2012 yep. one-ton dually uh, diesel loaded thing. And I just think yep. to myself, you know, for for the price of a brand new truck, I could own like fifteen really nice used machines. Oh, I know. You know what I mean? It's like. I don't I know, know how people can crazy. justify it. Yeah, it is.
5: Now, you also have a classic Chevrolet, don't you?
1: I well, that's the 76 model. That's the classic
5: That's the 76. Yeah, and it's a yeah. GMC and not a Chevy?
1: Well, I sold the Chevy and I bought the GMC. Couldn't help myself. <laughs> okay. Well, hold on, hold on. No- you're giving me yourself, You're right? giving me trouble here and it's it's being a hard day's night on me right now. So <laughs> the network wants to talk to you about your attitude. Josh Hancock. I'll tell you about your attitude. I'm going to tell you about your attitude because you don't
5: care. would like to talk to you
7: you about
0: welcome back to the drive now here's your host alan taylor
1: and when josh hancock finally signs the uh affidavit that the network sent him just now for being so rude to the host i don't blame him for doing it josh but uh, you're gonna have to have that notarized also Um, you know
5: since we're in the midst since I am suing you, I can't. Sue
1: <laughs> you can't. About me, so. <laughs> You're suing me yeah. after I yeah. sued you way ahead of time. Defamation it doesn't work.
5: Deformation of character. <laughs> of
1: character. Explanation okay. of characters. I'm trying to explain yeah, your character. Anyway,
5: all right. What's so, so what's so funny is yeah. that your wife Jan is doing a deposition right now for me. But okay, <laughs>
7: yeah,
1: go ahead. Right. That's go. funny, right let's there. Continue. So Josh wants to talk about this movie. That I don't want to go see, nor do I want to talk about, but it's got cars in it. And I realize that is a big topic in the world that he lives in, because that's his job. He works with Hollywood to match a car with a character. My question is, why would have Barbie driven a Corvette? She, would, to me, would have been in a Pinto station wagon with wood grain sides. Yeah.
5: Okay. I could start the segment, please. Go ahead. Um, It's rolling. I'm talking about Barbie because it's just so amazing that they can take any film and a car becomes emblematic of the film. And in this case, they're promoting the movie with Barbie in a pink Corvette. And the funny thing is I did some research and found out that Barbie had far more Mustangs than she ever had Corvettes.
1: Oh, you mean the toy, the actual toys that were made? Yes. To, yeah, yes. along in history. Because we're not talking and about the, uh, the, the, the the dancer that you used to hang around with, that Barbie. That's a different person.
5: No, no, that was uh, <laughs> Serena. But anyway. <laughs> Trixie! The thing is that General Motors latched onto this as, you know, look, as, uh, the amount of Google searches on Corvette went up 450% Wow, the day that the trailer came out. Gosh knows what they are now. And so when people say, oh, is it really important that we put a car in a film? Yeah, you know, people people see a car up on the screen. They may not even be in- that involved with cars, but all of a sudden it's interesting to
1: them. What so is the, the guy's the name? About, go ahead, go ahead. i will going ask you a question when you when you no, finally give me a break. You, is, you Did you sign the paper like, and fax it in yet, huh? They're waiting like, for it. Oh, go ahead.
5: Of fax. Oh yeah, they're in Oregon. Let me use my <laughs> dial phone. <laughs> go ahead. Um, the, the, the 59 or 60 Corvette. Now, the car that they promote the film with is a real Corvette, right? But in the film, I understand, and I haven't seen it, but I have read, and I talked to someone from GM. They built this car that was much more to scale to the actor and put a back seat in it. Oh, boy. So it's actually a smaller version of, like, a 60 Corvette with a back seat so that Ken can be in the back.
1: Oh, boy. Now, hold on. Yeah. oh Josh, hold on one second. What's that? No, he's in Maine. No, I know. Okay, they're saying they're DocuSign, they're sending it to you DocuSign, but you got to have it notarized anyway. But go ahead. Keep going.
5: Well, here in Maine, uh, I only sign with seaweed. By the way,
1: by the way, I, the way, I went yeah. to see a movie the other night because we're, since we're talking to Josh Hancock, who works in Hollywood with the car part of the Hollywood scene. I went to see a movie called Oppenheimer. And it was about, you know, the Manhattan Project. And I, I want to aptly rename it Krappenheimer, just FYI. But continue on. Go ahead. I didn't like the movie. Go ahead. I Go <laughs> thought you'd slide <laughs> that in. Slide that right in there. Uh, didn't like it. By the, the way, by the the way, by the way, yeah, there was a lot of them. And the Einstein was in it and everything. Point is, I'm standing in line waiting for my $9 bucket of popcorn that I wouldn't buy if my life depended on it, but my wife wanted it. So yeah. I'm standing in line and this hooker wearing pink walks by me. I'm, I'm not joking. Prostitute, I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm not 100% sure because she was probably 12 years old wearing pink little go go, uh, you know, shorts and things and black boots. And, and I look and I go, this is somebody's daughter that's here to see Barbie. Oh my gosh. Anyway, continue yeah, on with your... Uh, it, it,
5: it is kind of amazing. Yeah. We are talking about product placement. I know. Oh, well, and now we've gone to hookers. And you <laughs> I know, us right? There. <laughs> okay? I, um, it's like, um, wow. We're the period cars in Oppenheimer. Well done.
1: I didn't even notice because I got out and walked out halfway through because there was too much unnecessarily sexual oh, nudity God. and stuff. Yeah, it's true.
5: Up until the time, Uh you there might have there out. might have been a few Of course, you notice guys. You notice know guys. There might have been there. a, a few, but
1: you know what? I honestly, I am getting sick okay, of Hollywood in many surprised. ways. But go ahead, yes, continue on. So the question, is, the question is: the question is: Have sales for Corvettes gone up any?
5: Well, okay, so we've got these Google searches going crazy. I'm going to bet you that what we'll find out in the analysis is that the sale of classic Corvettes within this year has gone crazy and people will be painting them pink.
1: (laughs) Honestly, it would only be for some guy with his wife or daughter that is incredibly immature that has to have a pink Corvette. To match the Barbie, like that little, that,
5: country, yeah. No, country. <laughs> yeah.
1: You're right. You're right. It is after. It's okay. all the liberals. On, oh, don't get me started on this now. <laughs> Josh and I Very couldn't be more opposite. Cars with you. <laughs> couldn't be more opposite politically, but we love each other anyway. In the spite uh, of it, we do. We do. All right, brother. It's been all fun. Right. It's always fun talking movies and cars with you.
5: <laughs> yes, it is. All right. Thank you, Alan. Thank you,
1: Josh. All the way from Maine. We'll be right back with more of this. Yes, stay with us.
6: Stay with up
3: Attention, business owners. Three thousand and seventy-six businesses are shutting their doors. Every single day. There are three things holding you back from doubling your sales in the next 12 months. They are number one, the great resignation. 47 million Americans voluntarily left their job last year. Your staff are harder to find than ever before. Number two, the clutter factor. 3.8 billion social media pages are competing for the attention of your prospects. No wonder they aren't listening to your marketing efforts. Number three, the death of the salesman. 97% of your prospects feel salespeople are too pushy today. Hello, I'm Amanda Holmes. I've just released an updated version of my father's cult classic book, The Ultimate Sales Machine. If you'd like to double your sales in the next 12 months, download a free chapter of the book at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book. Our clients call it the chapter that changes lives. It's worked for a quarter million businesses worldwide. It'll work for you. Get your proven roadmap to doubling sales at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book.
0: Welcome back to The Drive. Now, here's automotive expert, television, and radio host, Alan Taylor.
1: Well, it's time for George Kennedy III. He is uh, a co-founder at Cartender.com, and he's vice president of the New England Motor Press Association. He also contributes to U.S. News & World Report, Car Gurus, Forbes Wheels, and right here on The Drive. Um... I do not test as many cars as I used to. I don't know why. I just don't. So uh, I have to recruit people like George that are willing to uh, share what he has been doing. George, how you been, buddy? I know you went sailing. You're you're in the Pacific. Oh, no, you're in the uh, Boston area. What do they call that area? The uh, Easter Seaboard. New, I, I believe it's called New England. Yes, well, uh, New, New England, yeah. the Eastern Seaboard, though, isn't it?
8: Yeah, sure. I guess you could say that. Yeah, there's... um. There's the eastern seaboard, I guess, would be the whole thing. But, yeah, New yeah. England is the waters that I sail for sure.
1: You know what? I uh, I need to come and uh, check that out because in the commercial break, we talked a little bit about it. You uh, You are living the life. I saw that post on Facebook <laughs> with you with the tank top on. You know, it's just uh, having a little too much fun. Anyway. They- it's rough, man.
8: Yeah, it's really rough. But hey, late season, this would pique your interest. Late season, there is, I believe, good stripers that come up into the bay, especially at night. And there are schools of, like, dozens. Like, I, you know, we'd be in the marina in Newport, Rhode Island, like, into September. And at night, you're not supposed to go... Fishing and Marina. I don't fish, but like you can look into the water and you can see the spreader lights from some of these boats, and there
1: are hundreds of giant stripers. Wow, nice. That would drive me nuts.
8: I would be out there. I mean, I'm I'm indifferent either way. I, you know, I you got to choose one uh, solitary mind sport, and so I choose golf over fishing.
1: (laughs) Jeez, that's that's funny right there. And you own a boat. That's crazy.
8: Yeah, it's a sailboat. The activity is the sailing. The uh, uh, I'm not one of those, you know, center consoles. You cool. know, hey, careful thousand dollars on fuel. Uh, careful a, a weekend. Careful. <laughs> I resemble that remark. Center console. I I spend on fuel in a summer. Probably two summers what you might spend in a weekend.
1: By the way, a fill-up is only about $600. All right, let's just let's get real.
8: Oh, okay. Then in that case, I spend <laughs> over uh, six summers what you spend in a weekend.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. All right, so what have you been driving lately that's interesting? I've been driving the 2023 Infiniti Q50. They're
8: compact, small, luxury sedan. I don't want to say it's a car that kind of the county you forgot was part of the market, but there are definitely more, you know, newer cars. This hasn't been updated in some time, and that—that's for better or worse. There are things about it that actually benefit from the fact that it hasn't been updated in uh, in a few
1: years. Right. Well, and Infinity is part of Nissan. The way Lexus and Toyota. So the Toyota brand has a premium brand called Lexus. Nissan has premium brand called Infinity. Hyundai is the, let's see, what does Hyundai have? Uh, Hyundai has something they now. Genesis. Genesis, yes. And it used to be, I think, maybe it was Kia and then there was Hyundai because that's parent, that's one company. Uh, Hyundai owns yeah. Kia. and yes, that, that's right. right so the, the Hyundai version of anything like a Kia Nero, and a Hyundai version of that would be a little upline, whatever the Hyundai version is of the Kia Nero, the little car. A friend of mine just bought one. Anyway, so now yeah, they have I kind don't of know three. if they've
8: expanded the lineup to Genesis to include them, but they do have a uh, a pure electric small crossover called the GV60, which is a rear-wheel drive, base wide, narrow, really really different, right? Yeah. So the styling has been bold at Genesis, really different. They're they're a ground-up brand. It's a weird juxtaposition of what's going on at Affinity where there are cars that are essentially elevated versions of their nissan counterparts in a way you know this would be the same size i suppose as an, a nissan ultima but the Altima is front wheel drive this is rear wheel drive with available all-wheel drive it's just they're not as daring it's not as bold you know i'm sure we'll see something in the next couple of years but it might not be in the sedan segment but there's just not as bold and and honestly for a lot of people that just want something that kind of flies under the radar doesn't draw attention to themselves. I think this is a great car for
1: that. Yeah. A friend of mine just got an infinity the other day. He traded his Cadillac CTS sedan for an infinity sedan. And I, 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 I looked at it. I was like, what? Well, wow, that's, a- I'll be honest
8: to me. That's, it's a lateral move. You know, in terms of, you know, us news and World report rankings, both of those cars are not, not near the top, Yeah, but they're both affordable options and they, they offer some, some decent driving dynamics. There is a version of this car called the Red Sport 400 that, that we did not drive that I really wish we had driven because it's got 100 more horsepower. It's got adaptive suspension. It's got performance brakes. Like, there are things in that car that make it compelling
7: mm.
8: where I'm just – I don't know what the story is with this
1: car. Okay, it, you so, know, like
8: what, what makes it stand out within its segment? And so, I, I'm you – know,
1: what, which one is this? And, and give me kind of the lineup, if you can think of it, because they're so diverse these days, all these car companies. This is an infinity, but it must be a smaller one. It's the, what is it, a G50 or something? It's the
8: Q60. So, yeah, oh, a Q60. few years ago, they switched over from QX and all these other letters and numbers where the letters meant the model and the number meant the displacement to a degree. They got rid of that, and now everything with, that's a, a car is Q, and everything that's a crossover is QX. That's a little oh. confusing. Oh. Um, I think it, it. I don't know. It's, the point is that it's, it's this, I, I believe, the smallest sedan that they, they offer. Okay. Um, and it's, it's in the same class as a BMW 3 Series, oh. Mercedes C-Class, it's technically in the same class as these vehicles, but I don't know that it's. You know, the cars that are below it in in the U.S. News World and World Report rankings are the CT4 Cadillac, which oh, ranks right. last. Wow. Um, yeah, and the uh, Lexus RC Coupe and the Mercedes CLA class, but that's that's grouping compact and subcompact. Right. Um, As far as compact sedans go, for luxury segment, the last two on the list are the Q50 and the Cadillac CT4. All
1: right. So how much was it? I'm just curious. Sure. So
8: the base MSRP is $42,650, which I think is one of the more compelling things about it. And you do get a lot for standard equipment. You get a touchscreen infotainment system, which we should come back to a bit, because it is a little bit—it's—it's it's different. But you get Apple wireless Apple CarPlay, wired Android Auto, Wi-Fi hotspot, multiple USB ports, you know, a full breadth of driver assistance features. So all for about 42. We drove the Sensory trim, which adds navigation, uh, restyled grille, 19-inch wheels, ambient lighting, and. That starts at 48350 but ours tested for close to $55,000. That's $1,000 short of the starting price of the Red Sport, which is the top-tier trim, which starts at $56,000. And the Red Sport has a 400-horsepower twin-turbocharged V6, as well as you know upgraded suspension, upgraded brakes, upgraded uh, leather upholstery. Every other version of the Q50 has a V6 that makes 300 horsepower and does a decent job of uh, getting out of its
1: own way. Mm. All right. Let me take a break. I got a commercial break. Got to pay the bills here. Mm-hmm. And uh, George Kennedy III, quoting lots of information from U.S. News and World Report today, <laughs> I notice. It's all right. Um, is this where this story is going to come out?
8: This is a drive exclusive, but I figured it'd be
1: helpful Ooh. to
8: use their rankings and the co- to provide yeah. some context for the vehicle. Fair
1: enough. Fair enough. All right. When we come back, we'll hear a little bit more about this Q60. I just learned something now that Infinity, the cars are Q, the SUVs are QX. You got to write this stuff down to keep up with everybody. We'll be right back. Stay with us. This message comes to you from our sponsor, Subaru, featuring the 2024 Outback Wilderness, part of the Wilderness family. With standard symmetrical all-wheel drive, higher ground clearance, a turbocharged engine, and all-terrain tires, it opens up new territory for you to explore. Adventure elevated. Discover the Subaru Outback Wilderness at Subaru.com wilderness. You're listening to The Drive All Across America, our show brought to you in part by Subaru and the new Outback, Go Where Love Takes You. Subaru. Uh, George Kennedy joining us. He is the werewolf in Boston for the Pacific. No, I'm in the Pacific Northwest. He's in New England. What am I talking about? I don't know.
8: Get confused, George. I'll send you a map. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know. Well, you know what? And Since I haven't been to where you are, I have no visuals, so uh, I want to come visit you one of these days because you seem you like, a- you know, have a great life. You got to come. We'll go out on the boat, man, yeah, for sure. Likewise. Yeah. When you come I'll here. You, I'll man. let you drop a fishing rod, pull off the back of it. I will uh, use two quarts of my um, high test fuel on a test drive with you. Ooh. Uh, by the way. The rest <laughs> of it. What's that? Go ahead. I, I do buy the expensive gas. I don't know about you, but here locally you can buy. I don't know there's a name for it. It's called Clear Fuel. Have you heard true
8: of true fuel yes I use that as well okay um it's
1: like six at the bucks risk a of gallon. This being a
8: true fuel ad but also yeah. it's not cheap it's yeah. like it's like 20 something dollars for like eight tenths of a gallon so if if
1: no no I'm app- not using that I'm using what they call clear I think it I think it means that it doesn't have that it's ethanol eth- yes ethanol free and something else the guy was explaining he says and if you leave it sit in the in you know, if you have to leave your boat sit like even over the the um, the winter for us here, yep, you want to have clear fuel in it because he says it's better. It doesn't you know rot the the gaskets. Yeah, and, the
8: you know. the ethanol when it sits basically separates out the moisture, so you start to get like a little bit of uh, water forming in yeah. the tank, and that can like mess with your engine. Right. So I use this uh, fuel additive that basically keeps that separation from happening. Yeah. Uh. So it's always a battle, basically, because you never know, like, you lock the boat up, you're like, hey, I'm going to be out here next weekend. Something comes up, you're not out there for, like, another month or two, or something right, comes up at the end of the season, yep. the gas sits for months at a time. So, yeah, you, wanna, you want an additive to prevent that separation, because, yeah, that's, you know, I've had to rebuild carburetors, replace carburetors, yep. this, you know.
1: One thing or another. Yeah. All right, that's back right. to the car, uh, a 2023Q, which is a sedan, 60. Starting price uh, forty two thousand. Gonna correct you. Q
8: fifty. Q sixty was was the coupe. Okay. Which is a really
1: compelling coupe
8: that they discontinued in the twenty twenty two model year.
1: Okay. See, I I wrote it down. I wrote it down wrong. That's why it's important that I repeat these things. So Q fifty. All right. Forty two thousand six hundred fifty dollars as tested. Was that the price as tested, or did it have a few extra fifty five? Fifty-five was
8: as tested
1: Ooh. to probably get up to to
8: sixty with options. I imagine for the Red Sport four hundred with with some options and whatnot.
1: Wow! So all things considered, give us a little uh, three minutes on uh, test drive, review stuff.
8: Sure. So the the V six in that car is one that I you know Nissan Infinity in a bunch of things. It's a it's a great engine. You know the car handles well. It's it's not a performer per se. That's once again why I wanted to test drive the Red Sport 400 as opposed to this one, but it is, uh, you know, it's, it's athletic enough in daily driving. The infotainment system, the touchscreen interface is kind of an interesting two tier double screen, upper, lower. The upper screen is for your Apple CarPlay or Android auto. The lower screen basically can either be a music menu, a climate menu, a home screen or settings, you know, people kind of get on this infotainment system for being a little confusing. I actually don't mind it because it allows you to run Apple CarPlay and your apps and your your navigation or whatever in the upper screen, right? And also control things like the vehicle settings and climate control through the lower screen, which I, it's it's funny to describe infotainment systems and touchscreens in a non visual media. But you know, we we do our best.
1: Yeah, I know, I know. And you know what's funny is. There was a time there where they got so complicated that it really was uh, it was a deterrent to use them because they were just complicated. They were not intuitive, and I'm happy to say that these things are getting more and more intuitive. Just because I, I think that they're hiring perhaps a little younger person that I don't know, just has a better grasp on on intuitive stuff. Well, I also think like what
8: that. they're doing is before, like say, you know, just remember, you know, I've off. Bought- Talk to some designers and, and product planners and they say, you know, the last thing that they plan for, the last thing they design is the tech because it advances so much over the lifetime right. of developing a vehicle. And even so, so let's, let's say like 10 years ago, right, as, as maybe some of these systems are just coming out, is that they've had to reverse engineer as they're like, wow, these touchscreens are really popular. Well, the, this car isn't desi- uh, scheduled for a complete redesign for another four years. They have to work in the system, so you end up with some weird mishmash ones. I think today they get a clean sheet design. It allows them to do what they really want to do with with full freedom.
1: All right, hang tight, my fishing buddy, my boating buddy on the line here, George Kennedy (laughs) the Third. I got a question for you about lithium batteries for boats and cars and motorhomes and stuff too. I want your take on that. We'll be right back. It's the drive.
3: Attention, business owners. 3,076 businesses are shutting their doors. Every single day, there are three things holding you back from doubling your sales in the next 12 months. They are number one, the great resignation. 47 million Americans voluntarily left their job last year. Your staff are harder to find than ever before. Number two, the clutter factor. 3.8 billion social media pages are competing for the attention of your prospects. No wonder they aren't listening to your marketing efforts. Number three, the death of the salesman. 97% of your prospects feel salespeople are too pushy today. Hello, I'm Amanda Holmes. I've just released an updated version of my father's cult classic book, The Ultimate Sales Machine. If you'd like to double your sales in the next 12 months, download a free chapter of the book at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book. Our clients call it the chapter that changes lives. Get your proven roadmap to doubling sales at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book.
0: Welcome back to the drive. Now here's automotive expert, television and radio host Alan Taylor.
1: Well, you know our show brought to you in part by Dodge Domestic, not domesticated. Um, I'm sure glad my buddy Tim Kaniskas is at the helm there because uh, he understands car guys that are, you know, we're we got oil pumping through our veins and gasoline. Me and George Kennedy the third, but. Somehow George had a missing gene. I found out he has a sailboat. I, I don't understand that. That it, it's.
8: It's. I like to go fast in every other thing that I do, but sailing and I guess to golf too. But yeah, sailing is one of the few things where yeah. I appreciate going slow.
1: I know. You're part of the wine and cheese crowd. Wine, cheese, sailing, golf. I, I, was, I get that.
8: I was called a wine and cheese sailor uh, <laughs> by somebody at the marina because we don't race there are people that race these things and It's pretty intense stuff and they're like no i are not big races like, oh so you're a wine and cheese sale right i guess by default there you go me
1: up yeah where's my wine and cheese all right let's get back to this car and then i want to ask you about the lithium batteries here okay so an infinity q50 thousand yeah. bucks uh give us your wrap on that and then let's talk lithium batteries for a minute
8: so it's it's not the most standout vehicle in the the luxury compact sedan segment. It's not the newest one either. But I think that's not being fair to the notion that like somebody coming into the this vehicle's or any vehicle segment shopping in a given year isn't hyper aware of every new car every year. So right. if a, if a car was redesigned more recently, that doesn't hold as much currency to them and in fact i think the 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 mere fact that it hasn't been redesigned as recently does pay dividends because i think some of the infotainment systems in some of the other vehicles in this segment are a little clunky because they're trying too much there is a bit of a learning curve with this infotainment system but i think yes. once you get your head around it it's pretty intuitive and then there are other ones in the segment that just have this learning curve that they'll always be a bit of a headache so A general all-around nice car comfortable front seats hint, corners decently well uh nice note from the uh, v6 engine and yeah the general all-around solid car even if it isn't the most standout car in the segment
1: well i think you know infinity kind of lost its way just a little bit along the way here for some reason and it could be because of all the debacles going on with uh oh what's the guy that they arrested i can't think of
8: carlos gone which is a fantastic story yes Um, and it's
1: going to be a movie you know it's going to be a movie
8: uh Alan, there is a movie.
1: Come on. Well, there's a documentary. Oh, wait a minute. I think I did hear that. That's why it's stuck in my brain. I haven't seen it yet.
8: <laughs> uh, it's called, I'm pretty sure it's called Fugitive, The Curious Case of Carlos Goni. It's a wild story. Oh, my gosh. It's honestly, one of the craziest <laughs> stories in our industry. You've got ex-special forces smuggling people out of, right. of you know places in, in the bottom of airplanes. That is there's so a, It's a wild story. But, yeah. Maybe that's part of it. I would also say that, you know, Nissan cars have gotten pretty nice, and I think they've spent a lot of resources on a lot of Nissan products. So there might be a a hard overlap.
1: Well, and maybe it's uh, taken a little time to trickle down to the – Infinity side of things where there's probably not near as many profits. All right, nice car. Thanks to Nissan and Infinity for letting George drive the Q50. Of course, he does work for U.S. News and World Report and Car Gurus and all those guys. And but we get to talk about him here on the drive as well. Okay, question for you before we run out of time here. I have a number of vehicles that I'm thinking about putting lithium batteries in, lithium ion batteries because of their long life and their incredible amount of well stored power. But there's, I, it's like, I don't know what I don't know. I actually called this company and I, I said, I don't know what I don't know. And I don't know, why am I afraid of these lithium batteries instead of like for my motor home, the house batteries for my boat, the batteries that will start me up when I'm out in the ocean, You're lighter takes up less weight and less room lasts longer. The warranty on these things is long. Is it something that you're interested in or something you want to know more about it? Cause I'm, I think that's what I'm doing next.
8: Yeah, I mean, there is a need for power on the boat, you know, plug phones into, run the cabin lights, et cetera. And, you know, anything that can be lighter and, you know, more power stored up to charge phones and all that stuff. And, you know, if there's enough power on board, I could even replace the pole starter for my outboard motor for my sailboat
1: with a push start. Push button, you mean? (laughs) Push button, yeah. Or how about a paddle start? I'm going to paddle start uh, this uh, thing.
8: (laughs) A starter button for that, which would be really cool. I've seen it done on uh, on outboard motors. motors I have. Hey,
1: by the way, my boat has that. I've got a push button for my outboard, for my kicker motor. I love it. All right, I'll look into that and I'll look into it for all of us. Uh, Lithium batteries for your toys. That's about it for us this week. Thank you, George. You can find George Kennedy uh, online all over the place. Uh, let's see, what is the best place here? Probably uh, what is the best place, George?
8: Uh, U.S. News and okay. Report okay. Car Forbes, accessories, uh, Forbes wheeled. He's accessories, all over the place. Yeah.
1: You can find me right here every week uh, doing the same thing. We'll see you next week. Same time, same channel. It's the drive.
6: Dodge is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC.